Daggy and Beaver with you. Show us your tips. Looking forward to a massive smorgasbord of sport and racing this weekend. Three days of Group 1 racing, AFL Grand Final, NRL semi-finals, prelim finals, semi-finals, whatever Semi-finals. Semi-finals. Uh, and we're back in what Studio B now, Beaver, the first time in a while. Yes, perfect. It's good to be out in the fresh air with you, Daggy, yeah. and um, talking racing and all that type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's a good weekend. Yeah, absolute cracker. Um, first things first, though, I'll get your AFL Grand Final tip for... Oh, look, interested. my head says Geelong, my heart says Swans. Um, so I'm a giant supporter, but I, I do like the Swans being from Sydney. So I'm going to I'm going to barrack for the Swans and I'll tip the Swans um, because that's what I'm going for. Beautiful. And what about the NRL? We've got um, South and uh, Penrith and South, um, which is a cracker. It's shaping yeah. up really well. Um, and Cam, what have we got? Cowboys and Cara. Cowboys and Para. I'm going to talk about an hour's time. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on those? Yeah, pretty confident in the rugby league, mate. I think the Panthers will be winning, uh, being the best team all year, and I think they'll they'll stamp their authority there. And uh, Cowboys as well. Impressive uh, year, para hard to catch, and uh, Cowboys up at home, uh, super hard to beat. So I think they've got pretty solid across the park. Both crackers, both crackers. But Penrith, um, obviously the benchmark. So the Souths can beat them, um, I think. But Penrith the benchmark and. Cowboys just feel like your standard grand final team, don't they? Yep. Someone, yeah, someone think, there to get beat. I think both those teams will win comfortably, actually, on the weekend. Anyway, it is ProGroup Racing, so let's talk racing. Um, check out progroupracing.com.au and subscribe to their mailing list for uh, our show twice a week in Box, as well as all the news going wrong, uh, going on, even, and uh, plenty of offers and other stuff going on, as well as uh, twice a week getting our tips in written form as well. Midweek tips. Midweek and Beaver tips. just tipped the first and winner And we just of the watched, day. Uh, who was it, winning and at Hawkesbury? Win the third at Hawkesbury. At a, at a backable price too. So if you checked Pro Group Racing today and got our article, you'd be back the first $3.30 winner. Lovely. Um, let's hope there's some more winners when we head to Mooney Valley though tomorrow night where the track is soft, I believe. The worst yeah. of the rain has passed down there. Uh, soft seven? Soft seven. Some drizzle around Friday, but should nearly get to dead, I'm thinking. Rail's true. Um, like always, under lights, you want to see him making ground first, but uh, it should play fair by all by all measures. Um, we kick off with a very good race, the Aspect Kitchens Plate, over 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds. And how are you going to kick off the day? Yeah, mate, I'm going to go for uh, number 10 here, Custodian. Uh Thought it was very good first up um, from a spell. Uh, jumped on the pace and ran away with it at sale. Uh, comes here to Mooney Valley now. Um, was pretty short in the market there and the field was okay. So I think it can jump on the pace again here um, and be hard to catch around the $6.50 mark. Custodian on top for me. Yeah, I, I struggled a little bit to get my head around this race with uh, six last start winners, but I've ended up sticking with uh, El Padrino on top actually. Was outside lead first up uh, in a good race there. Fast witnesses since come out of one again, and I think was at the race. Um, and a couple other winners have come through the race. Charlemagne won it, uh, and then Renwell again since, and just drawn to get a nice run behind the speed there for Jamie Carr, and might have a sniper's shot, uh, like we've touched on with Custodian and a couple at big odds. There's some nice lightly raced ones here that can, if you're looking for something really outside the market. Uh, the real thing in Oceans Above were both nice debuts. have both mm. tried well since, and they seem like the sort of ones, if it's real Swoopers Valley, which generally happens later in the night, admittedly, will um, give you a show at 20s running down the middle of the track late. So, good and, race. And ep eponymous uh, from the yeah. uh, Wallace stable at about 20s. It finished off really nicely um, last start as well. Yeah, uh, over-raced, and race. um, that was through the Cinderella days 
form That's, up there yeah. in Sydney. Yeah. So good race to start the day. Not sure if it gets much easier. We've got the 1,200 metres for the fillies this time, a group three. We've seen a lot of these now. But this is another very good race, Beaver. I was um, – I turned this upside down. Track pattern I'll pay a little bit here, but I, I'm going to go with Queen of the Ball on top. Uh, it's about $7.50. Last I checked, it was uh, – yeah, finished a length off um, some good stuff in Sydney there through um, Zugotcha, who's since won again, uh, North Star Lass. And in secret, who's starting, you know, be starting favourite in the Golden Rose on the weekend. Blake Shin goes on board and just drawn for a really nice run. I think it's going to be a nice each way bet. Troach is flying. Um, where it gets to in the run's probably my main concern here, but Craig Williams should be able to get it into the running line. And I've always had a, f- a opinion of English Riviera, as everyone that follows the show knows. Not quite sure 1,200 metre suits, but if it is on pace at the Valley, it will be hopefully across on the rails and give you a sight. But I'm... I'm keen to play the each way around a two and the four there. Uh, what were your thoughts? I've gone for English Riviera here. Uh, first up was outstanding. I thought it, I thought it was still a good run last start down the straight. Not sure. I think it might prefer the bend a little bit better. Um, but it was only a length off Managui um, and showed pace there. Gets J-Mac. Uh, that's worth a length for me. Um, drawn five, I think you can push forward and uh, sort of, hopefully control the race here. So yeah. Is 1,200 metres a concern or less so at the valley? I think less so at the valley. Yeah. Um, down the straight probably, but less so here around a bend. Yeah. So time will tell. If your horse can't run 1,200, it's not much of a horse. <laughs> uh, J-Mac's a big fish in this in this meeting, isn't he? There's a lot of horses that he's jumping on that yep. you have to have another look at. Um, the 1,200 metre benchmark 84 comes up next where Clemenceau is starting favourite in a, in a deep field. Uh, is that the way you're looking? Uh, no, that's not. Oh, sorry, I skipped over to race four. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> right. Yes, it was. Clemenceau was the way I was looking. You had me confused there for a second. Um, yeah, clear on top for me here. I think it's, uh, again, it's drawn well. Uh, very good first up. A uh, lot to like about its run at Rose Hill behind Remark, who's a good horse. Uh, comes back to the valley here. This sets up well. Um, has one at the track and distance here. Um, yeah, clearly on top here for me. Yeah, big the big field and where he got to is probably my only concern, but, you know, I've got a bit of trust there in that um, John McNeil will do the right thing. Uh, and this is a very winnable race, almost half a drop in grade here. Uh, I thought the danger, who's just outside, outside the market, was Sharp Response. Honest little horse who um, went through some good stuffs uh, last prep, yep. lost a good race on protest, then was solid again, uh, has trialled well for this and is 12 bucks. Uh, might have more upside than a lot of these. Uh, Clemens so very hard to beat there. I think that's right, but I was a bit I was a bit concerned about the gate. Yeah, the sharp response twelve. And, and being it's first up, gonna, I assume goes back. It goes back. Yep. Yeah, I thought I, I thought the the inside gate Zethus could be a, a bit of a knockout yeah. chance from the coming stable. Uh, who's trialed well uh, yep. in trials? We'll talk about later on. Actually, uh, race four, the Stut Stakes Group Three for a uh, Group Two for the three olds over the mile. And um, I like one at a price here. I've got Virtuous Circle on top. I thought it was a, a nice win. Um, I know it had the inside run there, but throughout the day, swoopers were in play there. Gets J-Mac is double figures, and the form through that race has been very strong. That was the Prosimian Arch race, who um, unfortunately didn't live up to some hype last week from us. Uh, but Castilian's won out of that race. Uh, the Forsman horse has gone to Flemington and won the Derby trial, Mr. Mr. Maestro. Uh, and I think there's another winner through there, but it's all strong form in his double figures. Tijuana's burning to, bursting to win one of these races. Um, you can tie that form together through Berkeley Square, um, who, you know, I think's probably going to start favourite in the Guineas. 
uh, and has been good in both runs. And there's bits and other bits and pieces here. You know, Miramasa might be talented, but is also in at uh, Morfittville on not Morfittville, Mornington on Saturday. And I might even have something very small on the Savabile at hundreds down the bottom there who got lost in debut, but um, Waikato spread and uh, Paulie Pruska at hundreds in a mile race. Yeah, it's just something to say so I can cut a promo if it wins. Yes, very good. Nice try. Um, I've gone for Fahita San. I, I think third up here, I think this now gets um, – it's ready to, to produce its best. Its first two runs have been okay. It uh, was given no chance uh, first up against Fast Witness when well in the market, only two lengths behind him at the Valley. Um, when just got out of its ground, it was a leader's track. And then I thought last start, it stuck on okay behind Berkeley Square, um, only beat a couple of lengths. Uh, I think it can get a better run here um, and be suited at the Valley here. This, I think, is a very winnable race for it, and I think it's right to go. So around the $6 mark, I think Fajita Sands, um hard to beat. And the other horse that I've got a bit of a liking for is Fairy Spirit. Um, I tipped it to win today um, at Pakenham, I think it was. Okay. Um, and looks like it must have been scratched Um and held for this. I haven't checked the, the scratchings today, uh, but around the $10 mark um, could run well. Excellent. Um, the 9.55, the first of the 9.55s for the year, benchmark 84 sprint here. We saw Asfira very impressive uh, for us a couple of weeks back, comes to town in a winnable race. Do you like it? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, that, was a, that was an outstanding win. Uh, this feels like they've set the bar low. You know, I, I was thinking it goes. I would almost give it a chance in the Moya. Yeah, um, I know it's a bit mad to say, but uh, it's better than this, isn't it? I think so. Nine fifty-five. Um, uh, you know, it's a it's a short, shorter, shorter sprint for it. But some. Um, so what was it last start? It was thousand. over a thousand. So that's okay. But it had the had the right. But gate three, I think, can just get in the running line yeah. and produce that sprint. That was um, that was a real good turn of foot last start. Um, against what I think is a decent horse, uh, Galenus, um, which is also in this race. So, uh, look, you, you, they'll be doing well to beat us for her, that's for sure. Well, there's a couple here. Um, you mentioned Galenus. I, I, you know, when I first picked up this field, I thought I'll just be stamping this a complete good thing. But Rose Quartz, a nice horse as well. Uh, yes. And some very good uh, Saturday form there. But I, I've got a sphere on top from Rose Quartz uh, and front bar. He's come over from Perth is a little nippy thing that could just zoom around zoom around the valley here and, and give you a bit of a sight if you're looking away from the favourite. But I'm pretty keen it's going to to run well here, sir. I think it's on to better things from here. The JRA Cup, a time-honoured non-conformist has been scratched from this. Just looking at now, Group 3. Yeah, I'm disappointed. 20-40. Yeah, it was half a chance here. Oh, good chance. Who do you like then? Who's left? Who's left? It makes it really hard, doesn't it? Um, with that coming out, I'm going to go for Desert Icon. Uh, bounced back last start. Uh, I think it, you know, it loves the valley. Um, won over this course and distance last start. It had the perfect run. But I see it probably getting a similar run here from the five gate where it can just um, take up a prominent position, uh, if not lead, sit behind the leaders. Um, it'll dart on the turn and they'll have to run it down. Um, so I think that works really well for it. But, you know, the favourite great house will probably get back and try and produce its, its finish um, second up. Bit of a concern. Um, so Desert Icon on top. I'm sticking with Macrim. I got it at a price last time after Cardiac Arrhythmia first up. But that, that one with all honours there, I know I'm taking on the fast finishing Waller and J-Mac combination there who came through that same race. But he's poised to get run of the race here. I think gets pretty close to sitting Desert Icon's back. And Desert Icon's best hope is to just get a complete walk up in front here. There's a, there's a lot of 
has-beens in this race, mm. for lack of a better term. Uh, and it's an up-and-comer, so happy to be with it. Uh, and the two wallers are the obvious dangers. J-Mac probably rides four winners tomorrow night and uh, just to annoy me. But uh, Macro on top for me. The Group 1, Moya Stakes, is the uh, the first Melbourne uh, night Group 1 of the year. Uh, Wild Ruler won it last year. Before that, Pippi. It's been won by Nature Strip. Uh, Buffering won it three times and Black Caviar. So not a bad not a bad uh, honour roll there. 1,000 metres, wait for age. Who do you like? Good race. Very good race. Yeah, I like it. It's um, it's a good race and a lot of these horses. It's not quite Everest good, but it's very good. A lot of good horses, but a lot of really even horses in mm. this. You know, there's six, seven, eight horses here that I almost think you could run this a number of times and if they draw differently, you get a different result. Um, I kind of narrowed it down. I went for Rothfire to win again. I just, and the main reason is obviously bounce back after the last start. But I got the perfect run, mm-hmm. um, but I think it might that I think that might happen again here uh, from gate yeah. five. I think it might just sit off the pace. Um, cool and is probably going to have to go through to lead again uh, from the inside gate because I think if it gets crossed, can't get it can't win if it doesn't. I don't it think. doesn't. Generation's probably going to push forward. Um, Malkovich do style. Malkovich is going to push forward as well. So there's going to be a bit of p- pace on here. So I think it sets up for Rothfire just to roll off their back around the turn and be super hard to beat. Um, Generation was a good run last start, so it, it may fight on really well. The other thing I have, the other horse I haven't ruled out at a price is at the Inferno. Um, it was good first up, um, coming from back in the field in a track that really didn't suit horses from coming back and was only two lengths off him. And at one stage, I thought it was really going to be in it. Um, but just the pace up front um, didn't allow it to be. If there's pace on and you can come from back and they swoop, he'll be flying home the fastest of these. I'm treating this as a swoopers race just because of the amount of pace, which left me looking for for two uh, blue colours. I'm with them. I've been with them last week, which is good. Uh, Paulie Lay resumes here, gets J-Mac. They've trialled well enough, should be stalking, uh, and will find the right time to make a run here. He's got four, you know, finished first up last time, was finishing alongside the likes of uh, Nature Strip and then challenged Marzu up in, up in Sydney. I'm saying that's the absolute A-plus sprinters uh, and this is a nice resuming point uh and bella nipotino is flying the trials are fantastic one with plenty up its sleeve and is 14 bucks in a swoopers race uh, i'm giving it a nice chance craig williams has stuck with it over a couple others here it is a horse that i do uh do back quite often don't yeah you? so this might be a chance for a group one uh and around the 14 bucks is and it does good. like the valley yeah that's right i think every i think this would be its goal for the prep and uh i'm, I'm keen to be with it Rothfire, like you said, had the perfect run, but just was real strong for the lines. Good to see it was almost like the old Rothfire there. Didn't gas out like it had for the couple of um, yes. rehab runs, and I think my, if it's back, he's a serious, serious horse. So um, Great race. I'm with uh, Paulie Lee and Bella Nipotina. And we're going to wrap it up with a uh, with the stock stakes, in fact, for the girls over the mile, a group, wait for age group two, where I'm sticking with the lead-up form. A kiss on all for cheeks was good. Uh, winning... It's a little bit in hand there. Um, unfortunately, I was on yearning for lots. But um, I think meets the same field here. Should get a nice run if the track's playing fair and be very hard to beat. If it's not, I can see Lady of Honor starting favourite and probably winning if the rail's red hot here. Uh, they're the main two. Foxy Freed will run well again. Uh, but but a pretty easy race to read for me, as long as everything being equal. I think it's a, it's a nice bet. Also has to get around the valley for the first time for, for what looks a big stride and sort of written tycoon, but... 
We'll see what that brings there, Beaver, if you like. Yeah, you, I think you've summed it up pretty good there. I've gone for Kiss on all four cheeks as well. Uh, I think the extra 200 really suits and plays into it. I think, as you say, if they can swoop here, um, it, it'll be set up for it. Uh, Lady of Honour will have to come across and be used up a little bit early. Don't know if anything challenges it um, or it just gets across. But you're right, if it's a front runner's track and it's uh, uh, should be the Lady of Honour will get plenty of support. Um, but, yeah, for num- number one for me, kiss on all four cheeks. Lovely. Do you want to give us your – you've got the Friday night quarter this time. Yep. Do you want to work through that? I will work through that, mate. Um, my selections are – Number five, Galenus. Number six, the front bar. Number seven, Rose Quartz. Number eight, Asaphora. In the next race, I've gone number four, Great House. Number seven, Macram. Number eight, Desert Icon. And number 11, Predator. In the next leg, I have gone number one, The Inferno. Mm-hmm. Number two, Paul Eel, number three, Rothfire, number 12, Coolangatta, and number eight, September Run. No Bella. No Bella. Okay. Just don't like the bar- barrier. Yep. And to finish in the last race, I've gone number one, Kiss on Awful Cheeks, and number 10, Lady of Honour. Beautiful. Um, just quickly on your Rothfires of the world, haven't the Queensland horses been overperforming? Yeah, they've done well, haven't they? Um, been both Sydney and Melbourne. Shooting so. gold one and... Uh, well, those two have run well. Rothfire and Zeus Style both run Zeus well. Style, what's Unfortunately, the other one? we lost um, old mate Jack. I can't think of his first name. Got injured. Would have started close to favourite. Scalapini. one. Who was the one that got injured? I don't know. I'm talking about an injured horse. The good one. Incentivise? No. He's a Queensland resort. No, the came through the Eagle Farm stuff and then won the for the twelve hundred metres and brained him and then got injured before the Rupert Clark. Oh, yes. Something, yes, Jack. Yes, yes, yes. Uncommon James. That's, oh, James, yeah, close enough. His brother, Jack. Um, you know, glad we spent 45 seconds worrying about horses we won't see again. Um, Don't be like that. Pro-group, well, you might be back in in autumn. For progroupracing.com.au, what are we doing? A show, that's right. Uh, our best and value. I'll, I'll go with uh, race five, number eight, Asfura as my best. I'm going to back it in. And my value, race four, number eight, Virtuous Circle. As my value, be yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go race five, number eight, Asaphora, as my uh, best bet. And my value bets, I was going to go in the bloody same race as you, but now yeah, you've gone. No, I was, I was going to have Fajita Sun, race four, number seven. Yeah, stick to your guns, that's fine. Stick to me guns, I'll go head to head with you then. Done. Sounds good uh, on a good little uh, Friday night card there. Alrighty, we head to Rose Hill for Golden Rose Day next, which is currently on a soft five. Not a heap of rain around in Western Sydney, just constant drizzle. I think it stays about that range. I don't think it's going to get any, any worse. Yeah, it depends what comes this afternoon, I think, and yeah. uh, a little bit maybe more tomorrow. So uh, hopefully it holds and uh, you don't get much worse than a soft maybe six. How'd you go with this card? Yeah, it was tricky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really difficult card. Um, some tr- interesting races first up in the first few races, which is always tricky. With the with the highways, midways, and then uh, lots of chances later in the day in mixed form. Yeah, um, there's a couple that just spat the dummy, but uh, we'll we'll get to them. Beautiful, love to hear it. Yeah, we kick up with the f- we kick off with the fifteen hundred meters highway, the class two, uh, 
Too good for me, this race, but did you find any here? Too good for me as well. Um, let this one through. There's not many horses here that have even winning form. Um, a couple that have been in and around the places, but uh, yeah, way too hard with 20 in it, 23 in it. A um, couple of scratchings. Uh, yeah, too mm. hard for me. And we've lost, I think we've lost Nash for the day. I don't think Bowman's riding, so there's looked a bit short on jockeys some of these races too, actually, um, yeah. which we'll get to as well. But the midway's up next 1300 metres. Uh, I should mention the rail is true, uh, so we should, I'm hoping, plays fair enough throughout the day, perhaps even running line. But we get to the second, which is the midway. Anything here? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find too much here. If I was forced to have a pick, I'd just go for the winning form of Oakfield Duke. Um, it's been going good. Uh, I've got, I end up just putting Cruel Summer on top. I think it's trialled up well for this again. It's um, got some real good form. Uh, especially on rain-affected tracks last prep, matched Montefelicity, uh, who's gone on to perhaps better things since then. Before that, um, beat uh, just was nabbed by Essione, who's a, a decent metro horse as well. And his double figures was 15 bucks when he did the form, I think can give you a nice sight. And Verbeck um, was dragged back last time and flashed home. But better gate, hoping can sit a bit closer. And again, double figures. Blake Shin, hoping can give you a bit of a sight, but tricky, tricky race here. Uh, I'm sure, you know, the old-fashioned, if they run this 10 times, there'll be 10 different winners, but uh, so I'm going to two at double-figure odds there. Yeah, good one. 1,900-metre benchmark 88 is up next, and very interested to know what you do with this one, Beaver. Yeah, interesting race is. I thought this was a pretty decent race. It's a good race. Um, some horses are going well and some, some horses Well, there's some in this race that I would have backed in the, the whatever the race is later in the day, the Colin Stevenson or whatever it is. Yeah. So plenty of chances here, some winning form as well. Look, I did settle on Wicklow. I went back and watched a few replays yeah, here. And I thought Wicklow's last start was pretty good. Uh, come up the inside, uh, was well back in the field and finished off and hit the line really, really hard. I think it's probably just got the class edge here. Uh, Jay Mack aboard. Um, I, think it was, I think it was running over him over the 1,600. Nelly fell. Nelly fell. Uh, gets the extra 300 here. Jay Mack aboard. Uh, yeah, I really like Wicklow, but uh, plenty of chances here. Kiss the Bride is flying, uh, gets the three kilo claim and just keeps finding. And, you know, it won't it won't be worried about the extra distance as well. Um, they kind of, Grace and Harmony loomed up last start, but Kiss the Bride just found another gear. It'll be hard to beat as well, but uh, Hammer On goes well and improving every start and Elcioni isn't uh, without ability. I've got Wicklow on top and then, the more I've thought about this, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. It um, gets J-Mac as well, but Nelly fell coming uh, coming over heels last time, regathered and probably, you know, all things being equal, would have won that race and would be half the price. And uh, J-Mac's a big plus. Inside Gary, inside Barrier, a big plus. It should be able to – J-Mac's not going to snag back here. He's going to be right up on leader's back. And if it gets a nice enough run, we'll sprint away from knees. Alcyone, same thing, inside gate. I think it's a made danger and was the one coming home with uh, Wicklow in that race. And you've got to respect Kiss the Bride. He said it has won the last two up in distance suits and uh, any rail favours, it will be in its favour. But uh, I think the 360 is a good a good price here for Wicklow. Colin Stevenson quality is up next, a 2,400 metre group three. Um, yeah, talk about spitting the dummy here. Uh, Kadri Noir's on top, one by five last time, gets J-Mac. And we'll roll forward and lead in a, an awful race that I don't want to talk about any further. I think it's um, – I'm probably going to make it my best of the <laughs> best of the day out of spite here, so I'll get beat. But 
on top for me, Beaver. Yeah, I've got it the same on top. Look, this is not a lot of depth to this race. There's only seven starters with the scratching, and most of these are going, you know, there's a couple down the bottom going like a busted, and probably a couple in the market just because there's no other horses in the race. Yeah. I'm actually surprised $2.15. Um, at $2.15, it's almost the value better. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it should be $1.75. Um, the reason you can't, you just can't trust these stays. I'm going to go around and around like you. Well, this one's one, two at it. Yeah. One, it's last two, one easy. And, um, you know, it's got J-Mac aboard and Ma Eustace training it. Uh, I'd expect it to run well. Yeah, I agree. 1,400 metres, benchmark 88 is up next. This this field, Beaver, what would you find? Oh, this was, this was a bloody difficult race here. Um, I kind of went looking for something here and then I, I ended up going back with Diamil. Again, okay. with J-Mac on board. Uh, look, I think it's it's ready to run well first up. Um, doesn't generally produce its best form first up. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of the trials. I, I, it was the first horse I went looking for, and I, I didn't know what to make of it. Yeah, I, look, I just go back to its form when last in work. It won a listed race up at Eagle Farm and won uh, extremely well. I'm pretty sure that it wasn't tested in those trials. It only finished a length of expat last Last trial, so it was a little bit better in that. I think it's drawn well, and this is um, this isn't a tough race. No, um, I've got fine point on tap. I assume it'll get scratched, so I don't know what that'll mean. So uh, the two I went looking for, Arctic Thunder, Arctic Thunder was uh, nearly fell uh, last time again. Would have been a finish there, and is a chance. And um, the one I went looking for was Seaback, similar to you in with Diamil, imp- lightly raced import first up, second prep. Trials have been okay, and for a winnable race, I think it can take some good progression here from the the Queensland winter and run well. Um, as I said, I did go looking for Diamil, and it'll probably run well, but I just couldn't get super enthused about it at the current prices. Uh, assuming fine points not here, yeah, I'll, I'll have something around each way, the eight and a nine. Race six, the Heritage Stakes for the three-year-olds, where I have gone with the obvious here in uh, Best of Bordeaux. Gets control, um, was only nabbed late by In Secret. J-Mac, again, sound like a broken record. Will roll forward and lead and be hard to beat. Uh, scared of a Samillion, who is a Hawks horse coming to perhaps a grand final third up and did win third up last prep and has come back off open age, which they've used as a, a recipe for success in the past. Um, I thought it would be longer, uh, but uh, should it drift, I'll, I'll have something on it. And I went looking for some of the uh, the lightly raced stuff. Wanted to find something like a spicy hot pot or something like that, but I couldn't. So, by default, favourite on top uh, from Semion. Yeah, it's a bit the same. By default, I had Best of Bordeaux on top. I was disappointed first up, and uh, it was it was definitely a much better run last start. There's mm. no doubt about that. Um, it, it carries a little bit of extra weight here, but I just couldn't really find anything that was going to beat it. Um, J-Max on board here, which obviously helps gate five. So I think, you know, really uh, it's a clear on top pick uh, because of that. Um, I thought something like economics could run well, mm. uh, resuming. Uh, showed a bit of a potential in its first two runs uh, around the $10 mark. Uh, maybe one for the exotics. Race seven is the Mayor's Group 2, 1,400 metre golden pendant. Uh, what have you done with this big clump of turn takers? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? Um, look, I worked through this and I come up with Star Tontes. Uh, yeah. 
I thought it, at $7, I think it's a really good good value in this race. Um, it's got some really nice form last preparation, and I liked the first up run. Uh, got back in the field and from 11th on the turn and finished just a couple of lengths off Shades of a Rose. Um, again, if you go back and watch that. Um, that was on the hot rail as well. It was on the hot rails, but it finished off quite nicely down the middle there. Um, so I thought that was an impressive run. So I think it can run really well here second up. So it on top and then, you know, there's plenty of chances, as you said, outside of that couple long in the market. You know, you couldn't leave something like Meg out. It just bloody keeps well, winning at a long price. I don't know why it's twenty. I know it's twenty three dollars because the, the two I found had no jockey, which confused me. One was Meg, who's flying, uh, Amir in form, and has beaten both of the, most of these twice. Uh, some of this field and um, Palasapan, who's probably underrated. I thought it was a really good run last time behind Shades of Rose. Beat home Espiona, uh, and then after I did it all, I actually went back and watched Startante's run, and I thought that was a better run than Espiona. Uh, came from behind and. Would have beaten like would have beaten at home another stride or two and yep. gets uh should get an a, a track that suits much better. Uh, and so, Espiona's gate fourteen startante's eight. Yeah, so it should in by all mean by all rights be in front of it this time. Uh Jamie's going well. Electric girl I liked first up there and rail when rail second up. Like I said, they'll take turns. Uh just you know, waiting for jockeys, but I will have something on um the likes of Meg Palasapan, who had lost Nash, and uh, a Raduna can run well here if things suit. And then after all of that, I thought maybe I'm overthinking this and maybe I should just look at uh, Nimali, who was sat outside lead to Zaki and um, only finished two lengths off it. So... What, you, what are you tipping? The answer's a pineapple. The, the two at 20s. I'll, the two bets I'll have predominantly will be Meg and Palasapan uh, and one and two are the other... Does it scare me? Don't know what I'm going to do with the cordial. I'll make that up when I get there. I don't know what I tip then. Can you tell me? Two at 20s. Yeah, do, do that. We'll go with that. Meg and uh, Palasapan at a price. The Golden Rose. I've got a bit of better clarity here. 1,400 metres, group one for the three-year-olds. Uh, one in the past by some good horses. Uh, I did write them down, so whatever. Uh, I do think this is a good race for blue colours. I think there's two chances. I think they'll run one, two in secret. And Golden Mile, I've got Golden Mile on top, purely for the price and purely because I think that last race it came through was slightly weaker, but it did brain them. Uh, and hopefully these two break away and uh, run away for Godolphin a bit like Epplet and Albrecht did 10 years ago in this race. And uh, Quinella it for me. The other, I thought the next best was um, Fast Witness, who's 20s. The rest of these, I, I was happy to pen. She's Extreme was the other one that would go into quaddy because... It uh, was off the rails and made some nice ground in the wet there on that rails day. Uh, I didn't like Jack and O's trial. Came to Sydney and ran last in a trial. Didn't look like it liked that leg at all, but obviously could take improvement from that. Having had the practice, uh, what do you make of this? Yeah, same as you. I had the two blue colours on top. They looked the standout selections here uh, in secret and golden mile. Thought they'd be a little bit closer together in the market. Well, I was surprised as well. I thought you might have got, you know, Three dollars, three twenty, and four fifty ish. Um, Four dollars to four fifty. Um, Don't so complain, though. Just back Golden Mile. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I just like In Secret better, um, yeah. which is why I'm complaining. Okay. Um, oh, you're saying the other way? Gotcha. Yeah, I've got In Secret on top yeah. um, over Golden Mile, but I thought they'd I think be a you'll get bit that. I think. I think you'll. Yeah, be. I think they should have been a little bit closer on top. Purely, um, the reason for that is uh, jockey, gate, weight. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's got the advantage there with uh, 
in all three criterias, um, which just put it on top for me. Um, a, you know, if the other thing beats it, then it beats it on its own merits and it's just a better horse. So uh, in secret on top for me, uh, over the top of Golden Mile. Um, and I couldn't really find much else. So I thought, thought Fireburn was pretty... Um, it was just okay. It was just okay. Um, I, think, I think now... I'm not surprised, I but think I did th- all tip the th- it. The three-year-old stuff's better than... Last year's year, I stuff. did tip it, but when there was no money in the market and the blue in the market, I knew it was no chance then. Um, I'm just wondering what they are aiming it for because I would have thought it would have been something like this. Well, it went from remember last year was going to be a Cox plate, it was going to be this and that. So, yeah. I don't know if they know. I don't know if it's, yeah, let's see. Would, would we wouldn't, I wouldn't fall over shocked if it won. No, I wouldn't fall over shocked if it won, but I'd probably. I may have a little small bet saver on it just to get my money back so I'm not kicking and screaming if it wins. But gate 15 didn't do enough in the first run for me to like it. And, yeah. Yeah. It's been good to me. So if it gets 10 bucks, I might have something here as well. The Shannon Stakes, group two, 1,500 metres. This was where I spat the dummy at first and then I came back to it and um, went for two at a price. So Matt Popper ran third in a $4 million race last start. Has trialled fantastic both tri- times in. Beat home Zethus in a trial and then uh, trialled behind, I think it was Marzu. Yeah, and then um, Chase Marzu in a trial very well. Uh, should roll forward here. It's about to be last, and I don't quite agree with that. According it's going to race well. it's gonna, it's gonna be I last. Thought go, yeah, doesn't, it might not matter. It's 30 to 1. It's a, it, it's a wet tracker, and it um, it's will run very well here, I think, at the price. Targeting bigger things? Probably, but Isn't it, so wouldn't, wouldn't they be taking something like Caulfield Cup for this? Or yeah, so it should run well here. I'm not saying to win, but at 30s, I'm going to have a, you know, I'm happy to back it at yeah, five bucks a place because the rest of these are awful and I hate them all. Uh, Pinarello is the other one I'm going to uh, is the the Derby winner is the other one I might spec who has trialed okay in New Zealand. I know again looking for further. Yeah, I know probably heading to a Caulfield Cup as well, um, but can plug home for a place here at uh, 30 to one because I am I. I I just hate all of these horses. Good luck to all the uh, connections. Yeah, You're probably going to tip Ellsberg and be boring. So yeah, I am going to be boring but purely because when Ellsberg can jump to the front and control races, it wins. Yeah, Tim and Clark's a, a, a lead there, isn't it? And it's just this is just going to lead here. Last start, it wasn't a bad run. It finished six, but it was fourth. It didn't lead. It had too much pressure, and the swoopers got hold of him. Um, it was only a length off him. In this 1,500-metre race, I don't think anyone's going to have the speed to go with Ellsberg. It's going to jump one, go to the front, no pressure, um, and they're all stayers that are going to be plugging mm-hmm. and aren't going to be able to sprint quick enough when it gets let down. Um, so I just don't see what's going to beat it. That's that's purely, you know, as you said, you hate them all. So um, Ellsberg's got some ability here. It looks good to me. So when, yeah, my point is more so when there's that clump of stays chasing Ellsberg, who's the best stay that's going to plug home for second? Yeah. Mount Popper at six bucks. Could do. The, uh, the, the, the last benchmark, 78, 1,100 metres. What have you done here? Yeah, I um, I, I tipped Kippers Bay last start. I'm going to stick with it. I tipped Fire 2 and I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the last two. Yeah, uh, right. just too disappointing. We're very bitter this afternoon. Yeah, I was bit, bitter with that one. Um, I like this horse. I think it's got plenty of ability, and I think it did smack him. Did smack him. I thought it smacked him first up, and I was surprised I got the price I did the second up. And look, soft track it likes. Uh, track and distance is good. 
Um, it's on the improve. Beat some okay horses last start. Love the way it swept around them. Just one. Um, I think it's got a bit of ability. So I've got it on top. And yeah, it's an open race. There's plenty of chances here. Thought Starman could run well with Jay Mack aboard as well. Uh, resuming goes well. And that was about all I could find. I was just going to leave fire out because I thought... Um, yeah, if, if fire goes straight and wins that race by half a length, where do you tip it? Yeah. It drifted off. It, it, like if it had of won, we'd probably both be keen. Yeah, probably. But I'm not keen. I'm just saying it's a, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit of a funny thing here, I guess. Um, but I just... It's probably not too bad at $4, um, a bad bet, right? Because last start you'd taken odds on. Um, but it's up a bit more in weight here. It was Monte, Monte Ditto that beat it. Like, seriously, I, I reckon, know, I you, understand all I reckon you could beat it. Um, it was a beat, benchmark 78. Um, and then Chain of Lightning took care of it pretty comfortably at the start before that. Good at Sandown, won a midweek. Um, so, yeah, it's racing other midweekers here. Probably a reasonable price, but I'm going to go Kids Bay. Hit now ahead, racing other midweekers here. So I am looking for the two best horses, which is probably Authentic Jewel, who's coming off a freshen up here. He's going to lob in right behind the pace and is the actual, you know, Saturday horse here. Uh, gets a nice run and is, you get 20 to 1 tomorrow. It's 18 bucks at the moment. And Ebhard, just forget about the 900 metre run up at Newcastle. That's weird stuff up there at 900 metres. You don't have to worry about it. Go back to its win before was brave, ran down and stirred him here, and it's 20 to 1 as well. Um, so I'm going to have something on both of them. You don't think it should have won the 900 at Newcastle? Of course it should have, but Britain won a 900 at Newcastle. Like, it, it's all it, – yeah, it's just – a it's it's weird land. It, it, it looked like a play, looked like it won a 1,200. Yeah, but Britain's hasn't won since. It's That's my point. It doesn't yeah. count. It's just like a barrier trial. It's, so, it's, it's so horses that don't win there just, just forget it went there. Forget it went there. I was disappointed with this run at Newcastle. And that's okay. why I didn't. Fair enough. Um, at twenties, I'm having to give it one more go. Yeah. All right. Um, because because again, like you said, it's a midweek race, and it's win before that was good. Uh, so they're the two from me. You made the case for Kips Bay. It's absolutely flying. It might win this race well, and that's about it. And Sturdium was the one that Epa ran down. Try stay to run. It's a tricky race, but uh. Again, I'm going to play outside the market uh, and perhaps wear egg on my face afterwards. I suppose I better do a quaddy after all that. Uh, let's have a look. First leg is the golden pendant. One Nimali, two Startantes, three Jamia, six Palasapan, 11 Meg. And what was the other one I said? 16 Raduna. I'm arming and arming about Electric Girl, but I'll leave it out for now. I'm going to go the two blue colours, Golden Mile, number seven, and 16 in secret <coughs> in the Golden Rose. I will throw in Fast Witness for some value, number 11. Third leg, one Mount Popper, two Ellsberg, four Pinarello, 11 Old Flame, and we'll come home with one Tri-State, four Fire, six Authentic Jewel, eight Kips Bay, 16 Ebhar. Get a nice couple of splits there. Sounds that should good. pay pretty good. Yeah, I like it. So let's run with that. For progetracing.com.au, give us your best and value at Rose Hill. Yeah, my best is race four, number one, Cadre Benoit. Uh, $2.15. Get on now. You won't get that on Saturday. And my value bet is. Where'd it go? Race seven, number two, Star Tontes. Lovely. About the $7, hopefully, $8 mark.
Cadre's my best. I agree. It probably jumps a dollar sixty by the time we get there. But uh, especially if there's a, a scratching or two, but there's no pace here. And the value, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick solid. Mount Popper race nine, number one, is my value. Have you looked at Mornington yet? I haven't. But before I get to Queensland, anything there? No, I haven't looked at that. No, that's at fine. All. And it's Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Have you is, looked up there? Is the meeting? Yeah, I did have a quick quick look up there. Um, interesting race day. I've gone race two, number five, Uncle Russ. Uh, been winning a few races and going well, so I've got it on top. Uh, generally uh, favours those on pace. Race five, number nine, Gold Deal. Uh, should run well. And then my other tip up there was race six, number 11, Rubamos. Uh, they were my mm. three tips up at Toowoomba. Very good. Good job, Beaver. Good to see you. Enjoy the weekend. Fat weekend ahead of uh, laying in the lounge and doing not very much. So I'm excited for that. I'm good at that. Um, yeah, good job. Keep it up. And we'll see everyone next. Uh, subscribe to mailing lists. Check out Progret Racing. Subscribe to YouTube if you've made it 42 minutes into this show. And uh, we'll see everyone Wednesday morning for our midweek preview before we get to Epsom Day next weekend, which is uh, one of my favorite race cards of the year. So we're going to do a runner-by-runner runner preview of the Epsom, just to dump it on you now, yep. as well as the full card there. And then we get into the spring features, which is always exciting. Perfect. Do me homework. Good punning, guys, and we'll talk soon.